It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? And welcome back to another episode of the Steelers Preview. I'm Jeff Hartman, Senior Editor behind TheSteelCurtain.com. And joining me as always, the other two dudes on this show. Uh, let's go with Brian Anthony Davis, podcast producer. What's up, Brian? How are you? Hey, I am doing great. We're getting close to Thanksgiving. We're a week away from Turkey Day, which always one of my favorite days of the year until... NBC ruined it and put dog shows on there. And now my mom's like, Ooh, I want to watch the dog show. We're like, no, we want to watch the Detroit lions. I'm like, okay, you've got a point, but there you go. <laughs> what is the Thanksgiving slate this year? Do we know? I mean, I know we know, but I just don't know it off the top of my head. Does anyone know who, what the games are? I haven't looked past I, week 11. Of- I know that's the thing. <laughs> I, I do I'm know curious. this Detroit. And Dallas are playing. I do know that. No, there you go. Breaking news. Dave's got Ooh. it. Bears, Lions, Raiders, yeah. Cowboys, and then the night game is Bill Saints. Ooh, I, mm, yeah, I can't believe they're no, putting. I, this, I think I you can pick every every single one of those games. I can't believe they're putting that many AFC teams in the uh, Thanksgiving Day line. Normally, it's like just an NFC fest, and I could care less. But there's always one AFC team, so that way it's on CBS. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, Dave Schofield. We have had so much. What? Oh, I'm sorry if I was lagging behind. We've had so (laughs) much Detroit, Chicago over the last few years. Yeah. 
So, Dave, welcome to the show. <laughs> it's going. I'm just. I'm, I'm, it's nice to be here with uh, with 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 you two blokes. Oh boy, don't talk. Don't talk about those guys from down under. All right. Yeah. We have a lot of news to talk about on this Steelers preview. We're going to talk about the Steelers West Coast woes. Brian dug up some really good, interesting statistics on that. We'll get to that. Before we let's talk about the news. Um, just so in case hey, the moment this is being recorded, Ben Roethlisberger, Mika Fitzpatrick are still on the reserve slash COVID-19 list. That can change at any time, especially for Roethlisberger. Uh, but as of right now, they're still there. So in other words, if you're sitting there thinking, oh, I wonder if he's going to be back. Not yet. Injury report, though. Pretty significant injury report, in my opinion, on Thursday. Dave, do you have that handy? I have the injury report extremely handy. All right. Why don't you go ahead and uh, read I, it? I assume you're talking about the Steelers because there was a little something interesting with the with the Chargers today, too. I don't couple. know if you I don't know if you caught that or not. But um talking about one Mr. Herbert just yes, that he yeah. just even though he was a full participant, he wasn't on there on Wednesday and then showed up on Thursday. Keenan Allen was on there as well, although yeah, he was there on Wednesday. He, he was also there on Wednesday. Yeah. So but, but I saw Herbert, I mentioned that in the podcast. I I was going to check that out after tonight's show. So there if you, you haven't checked it out yet, make sure you go <laughs> check out our uh, Jeff's injury report podcast on where anywhere you can find podcasts. Just look for B, search for Steelers or BTSC and you will find us. Um, let's get back to the Steelers. Chase Claypool limited again. That's not bad, but it's not as great as it could be. Right. I think like, Friday, Friday to me is the indicator for him. Yes. Yes. You would like to go once you start limited, you would like to see to go full from, from limited, but I'm like, you know, they could limit him two days and then see if he can go full yeah. on Friday. So that if he'd have been full today, I'd have been like, it's no problem. Chase Claypool's playing, but he's limited right now. So now it's like, well, we'll see. Okay. Joe Hayden. That's another one. Didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. Now, if there's anybody on this list, because we'll go ahead and throw him in with TJ Watt. TJ Watt did not practice on Wednesday and Thursday. If there's anybody on these on these lists that could not practice for 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 two days, and actually then come to practice on Friday and not even have an injury status, it would be Joe Hayden and TJ Watt from the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Now, are we expecting that? No. Are we hoping for that as Steelers fans? Absolutely. But right now, we really have no idea. So with that, it's if you listen to Keith Butler's comments today, did it seem like he was more talking about maybe no TJ and no Minka? Did, did you really feel that same way with Joe Hayden? I didn't get to hear his comments. I didn't get to hear his all. comments yet. Yeah, but I know that they were that they were specifically saying, oh, he's not he's not talking like having Minka and TJ. Joe Hayden was not included in that discussion from everything that I saw. So Joe Hayden being the veteran that he is, he's the one that I would say is most likely that could go two days without practicing and show up on Friday and be fine. We just don't know. But I will tell you one thing that was very nice after not practicing Wednesday with the ankle injury, full participant, Trey Turner, at least get back one of the two guards. That yeah. would be really nice. So he's trending. I mean, you don't expect that jump from – not practicing to a full. You don't expect that. So the fact that he made that jump, I think, is very encouraging. But Kevin Dotson did not practice. I know, I, I know Maddie P brought it up on our on our Slack channel. He's like, Oh, I want to see Dotson tomorrow. I'm like, I want to. I'm just surprised the Steelers didn't have two guys on the on the COVID list, 
right now and have two open roster spots, I don't even know that Dotson would still be not placed on injured reserve. I mean, a high ankle sprain for a guard, I expect him to miss multiple games. So um, who knows? Maybe he'll maybe it wasn't what they thought and he could come back. You're 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 the injury guy, you're the health nut. You would have a little bit more idea with that, wouldn't you, Jeff? With high ankle sprains? Yeah. Yeah, I would be Dotson. stunned. Absolutely stunned if he even practices this week. If he were limited on Friday, I would be like, wow, that must be a very mild sprain. Yeah. High ankle sprains, gosh, I mean. We all know what I know what I think of when I think of a high ankle sprain, uh, former not Mr. 97, uh, defensive rookie of the year, Kendrell Bell, like high ankle sprains ruined his career. Yeah. Um, but I think of, you know, it takes time and it can be a week it can be two weeks, three weeks, but it's rarely ever a, I'm not missing any time when you're carted out of the stadium. Like he was on a cart oh. going back to the back. And I'm thinking the worst when I see that I'm thinking yeah. Gee, he could have torn ACL. Broken. I thought it was it, a broken ankle. That too. Because he was ruled out so fast. So fast he was ruled out. I just I couldn't yeah. get over it. So, but yeah, and, and the crazy thing is like TJ Watt. I mean, let's talk about this while we have a moment. I'll throw it over to Brian first. I mean, so you think about Minka Fitzpatrick, and let's just assume that they're not playing. You know, let's assume Minka's not gonna magically come back, nor is Roethlisberger, and nor is TJ Watt. Let's just throw him out there too. I mean, my gosh, I, I feel more comfortable in the depth they have in the secondary than I do at outside linebacker. I mean, you think oh, Trey yeah. Norwood, you think Carl Joseph, you think Miles Killebrew, uh, Edmonds would have to step up his game. Clearly, that's going to stress a lot of fans out. But still, um, that's something with you. I mean, my gosh, outside linebacker. Do you, were, yeah. were they going to a game with Taco Charlton and Derek Tushka, Tuska, whatever, however you say his name? That's it in Highsmith? Brian, what do you think about the replacements if it comes down to that? Yeah, the uh, depth is a problem. And one of the reasons that it's a problem is you made a trade that they felt they had to make because you're going to have, you were going to have problems and uh, you didn't want to go down that road where you've gone down that road before with LeGarrette Blunt, uh, with James Harrison just a couple of years ago. So they, they really didn't want to do that. But yeah, they, they're not looking amazing as far as the depth goes. And you might be seeing, and my gosh, I, I'm just going to try to call him JTM. Cause I think that's, uh, mm -hmm. uh, I have such a hard time with a kid from, uh, that just came in from the Atlantic. Jacob just call him Mariner. That's what I call yeah. him. Just Mariner, which yeah, ironically, it's, I, I got to point yeah. this out on, on Steelers.com. He's, he's number 49. Yeah. They have him listed as an offensive lineman. <laughs> nice. Seriously, nice. <laughs> I, I just so don't even know who he is. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, it was funny. I was at the game the other day. They introduced the defense, and they came out, and it's kind of like you're watching. You're like, wow, the Steelers are really getting hit hard on defense, and now it's going to be even more. And of course, there's a there's a lot being said about. Uh, about the defensive backfield as well, but I agree with you. I right now they are even still with the possibility of losing Hayden for a second week, and with Minka out, I still have a little more faith in the depth there. I have a little more faith, and we're not really worried about the defensive line, but I have more faith in the depth up front too. It's in the middle with a problem. You're a heartbeat away of from. Gosh, starting Taco and Tuska. 
So it's like Taco Tuesday, but Taco Tuska on Sunday. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of a little worried about that whole thing. Dave, what do you think about the replacements? Um, yeah, it was. Uh... It, maybe in my in my top ten sports movies. Oh, oh you mean the replacements for the Steelers defense? Um, Great, yeah. I'm going to do that <laughs> too. Ten? There's no way that's a top I, ten. No, but no, it's. I had to throw out a number off the top. Not of even my head. top fifty. Yeah, Ugh. I um, love that. Oh gosh, man, I love that. <laughs> uh, did you next say Thursday. that? It, oh, the stupid quote from Keanu Reeves again. Yeah. Gosh, shoot me um, now. I saw that movie like, one time a long time ago. Just love scars, second. scars heal. I'm no, a douche, something like, like that. I think it's how it goes. Oh man, you know, <laughs> <laughs> wounds heal, chicks dig scars, glory lasts forever. I like, I like my ending better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Get a John Favreau at linebacker. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. What I think of the Steelers reserve players at those positions is, you know, it doesn't matter what we think of those players at those positions. I'm, I, I could have gone more into, in, in, into a rock answer there, but they're just going to have to play who they have. I mean, that's where you are at this point <laughs> of the season, and you hope that hope the guys get back healthy. And all it – it's not that those guys can't get the job done. It's do you have confidence for, in them to play at a high level on every play? Because when you're on defense, you could play. I mean, how many times have we seen this from the Steelers? I'm thinking of, of even like 2018 Steelers. For some reason, it's sticking out in my mind. They would they would go in. They'd have a game. They they'd like come. Maybe it was even 2019 for. Yeah, 2019 against the Eagles. When they had, they completely shut down the run, except for a 74-yard touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All it takes is one play, and everything that you've done so well for so long is just all gone. And that's the thing that you, you don't know that you have beyond these players, is can you make sure that they don't have that one play where they really cost you? And that's what, it's the wild card. It's the unknown. Well, in one position, I want to bring this up because it was news that happened uh, today on Thursday, is if there's a position of need also in terms of depth, there might be help on the way. And that was in the form of Carlos Davis being taken off the injured reserve. He's not been reinstated to the 53-man roster yet, but they started his quote-unquote clock. He has 21 days now to be activated, or he stays on IR for the rest of the year. He also says his brother is on the practice squad, Khalil Mack. Am I, is that right? Did I say his Not name Mack. Right? It's no, Davis. Khalil Mack. <laughs> Khalil Mack is a hell of a player. Can we get him? Can we get him? Hey, it's all right, Jeff. I said that Eagles game was in 2019. It was in 2020. We're all, we're, we're all getting next. Oh, up here my gosh. I've done a lot of shows. Thank you, Brian. Brown. Brown. You're yeah. I've got two sons on that team. Yeah. Show some respect. Yeah. Yes. No, no. I thought you were only Carlos's dad. Well, they're twins, aren't they? No, but that's what you. Well, I guess he was only your son. He was the only one that was your son because he was on the Steelers. I guess now that they're both on the Steelers, they can both be your son now. So I could rewrite my uh, my personality info here, my uh, profile. Yeah. (laughs) Gosh, can we get Khalil Mack though? I mean, let's get back to the Steelers. Yeah. 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 No, but so Carlos Davis and his brother Khalil Davis. what what are the odds that these guys can actually well first my question is i'll throw it to dave first here would they be an upgrade at the players they have as depth now we're talking henry mondo isaiah bugs 
uh, Isaiah Loudermilk, who, as you mentioned, was put on the injury report today. Do you think that's there's an upgrade there in the future? Yeah, we actually didn't even get to that part of the injury report that it was that oh. louder milk. Hey, the Steelers can't go a week without having someone with a groin issue on there. So, sure. so he was he was it was his turn to to to, to take the groin injury. Um, but but as expected, uh, Cam Hayward was back, so that finished out the Steelers. But since we were since we were talking about the defensive line anyway, my thing is I don't know that that's an upgrade because I mean. Carlos Davis hasn't played since week one. He hasn't played since week one. And the Steelers, if you look at Zach Banner, if you look at Anthony McFarland, just because you start their, their window doesn't mean that you're ready to activate them right away. Right. So the only reason I would think he might be activated right away is if the Steelers have the empty roster spots, if either Ben Roethlisberger or Minka Fitzpatrick, who I do want to talk about that with some COVID stuff at some point here. Um that, that that if they have that open, then they could go ahead and and boost him. But is he going to take? Whose spots he going to take? Are they going? Because early in the season, was it week one? I think it was Loudermilk that was one or two. It was Loudermilk that, that Louder was inactive. Was inactive and one. then he's the one, you know, playing almost all the snaps in the fourth quarter overtime. It seemed like. So, I don't. When someone comes back from an injury, I mean, right now we're all suffering from from Devin Bush syndrome, they come back from an injury and you're like, are they even really the same player right now? So that's, there, that's what is, I don't know. Is there a cure for that syndrome? I, Devin I wish. Bush syndrome. I wish. So, <laughs> so Brian, I'll ask you the same question. Your sons upgrade over uh, what they have now. You know what? I no, not yet. Possibly in the future. Um, I Good really like. Gotta love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really like Isaiah Loudermilk. Yeah, and I see, I see Mondo having some flashes. I think this—that's probably. I, I know they got pushed around last week with the running game. I get it, and I want to go back to what Dave said about that one big play in, uh, I think the Eagles game of two thousand nine or nineteen seventy nine that he was like, oh no, sorry, <laughs> two thousand twenty. Um, <laughs> but I, I want to talk about that. So you had that 74-yard run. Wasn't the big touchdown from Iguabuike, or <laughs> I can't pronounce his name. So um, number 35, was not a 42-yarder? 42-yarder. You know? So, you know, there you go again. It, that's uh, You take that away, and, and maybe if you stop that, and if you actually know how to tackle somebody at that point um, – you're not you're not looking at them getting into the end zone and you're keeping you're uh, keeping them to three. So there, there's so many things to look at, but I think uh, I don't think their depth there at at that position and that actually that whole stable there up front is as big as a problem as the linebackers. But those guys could I mean, I would love to see the Davis boys come in. That's what everybody says all the time throughout history. Love to see the Davis boys. And, that's, but that's not true. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just made the list. Um, <laughs> been on the list for years, man. <laughs> I, I really, uh, I really think that uh, Wormley is doing well. I think cam elevates, but has bugs been, terrible has mondo been dreadful i don't think so no i mean this just adds to it 
this adds to uh, your arsenal up front, and it makes that that stable stronger. Of course, somebody's going to get somebody's going to be taken out of there too. So if you think one of the weaknesses is a guy like Mondo, I mean, somebody's going to be replaced. So we'll just see. Well, Brian, when you ask the question, is Bugs been bad? Does whoever else has been times. bad? It depends yeah. on the yeah. podcaster you're listening to on our platform because several would say, yes, 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 they're awful. This team stinks. They're going to go and lose every other game. So, I mean, it depends on how you view their overall performance. It's been inconsistent, I would say. Yes. But, Dave, let's also talk about mm-hmm. you want to bring up COVID stuff. I hate yeah. talking about it, but we no. will because it's necessary and it's pertinent to the Steelers and also the Chargers. And the fact that Joey Bosa and Tillery are on their reserve COVID list, I from what I heard, I don't know if this is no, this was from their coach, who I actually think is a really good coach, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. Staley is that his last name? Brandon Staley, yes. Brandon Staley. Going on a fourth down in really bad spots, but okay. Other than that, he, he's a good listen, like his yeah. interviews. He reminds yeah. me of like a young Tomlin. Anyways. He said that Bosa was a close contact. You want to talk about COVID stuff? By all means, yeah. Well, 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 first of all, I have to correct Brian. I mean, come on, it's touchdown zone. Get it right. And the oh, only gosh, reason I'm I didn't, sorry. I didn't include that forty-two yard run as one of those is because the Lions had been running the ball very well for the plays leading up to it in that Eagles game. The reason I use that as example is they were getting stuffed, lost, stuff, lost, maybe a yard, lost, lost, boom, seventy-four yards. You know what I'm saying? That's just why I use it as the example as I did. But you're exactly right. Back to the COVID stuff. My thing is, is what's frustrating is I don't know if it's just a difference in the coaches, or I don't know if it's a difference because the Steelers have to travel. But here you have Ben Roethlisberger. Now, he had symptoms, so that makes him a whole different case. But here you have Minka Fitzpatrick going on the COVID list on Monday, and the Steelers are talking like he's not going to be available. You have two guys from the from the Chargers going on the COVID list on Tuesday, and their coach is talking like, oh, they're playing. And that's the thing that I don't – is it is it the way the coaches are coming or, – or, are going with this philosophy or is it because, you know, it's a Sunday night game and those guys can come off at five o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday and still be able to play. But yet if that happens for the Steelers, they, they can't, or, you know, I was just wondering why it seems like it's so different when the chargers guys are a day behind this. Minka they, didn't, they didn't test positive. I, That's why. are you sure? Well, they, are you according sure? To their coach, their no. coach said Joey Bosa, Bosa was a didn't. close contact. That's it. But was Joey Bosa was his close contact, Tillery? Because then, because then the other thing is that another player I can't remember who's, who who it is. Another defensive lineman went on the COVID list the next day. They have three people on the COVID list. So, um, I can't remember the name there. I'd have to go. I'd have to go and look it up. But that's just another thing that I just find that's a little bit frustrating. That here they are. They're they're moving. Like the, the Steelers are like, well, we're we're going as if we don't have Minka. So is it the Steelers or are the Steelers sandbagging? Are the are the Chargers looking for something that they shouldn't be? Or who's right, who's wrong? Does it have to do with traveling? I I'm just frustrated with it because I don't understand it. I don't understand it how Minka Fitzpatrick, who by you know, they're not really any reports, but there's been no reports of him having symptoms or anything, and yet they're talking like he's not gonna play, but yet two guys the next day end up on the list. And they're, they're talking like they will. I, I I just understand. Brian, any comments on that? Gamesmanship's always a part of it. Whatever you can do. I mean, you have 
you have more leeway with the whole with the COVID list than you do with the actual injury list, um, because we've seen you know teams get in trouble for you know messing around with injury list. But I don't think there's anything clear cut with the COVID list. So I think there's a lot of there could be some sandbagging, could be some gamesmanship, and if you can get away with it and it's not illegal, why not? I would say I would say this though. Could you imagine some of the old time coaches? I mean, like dealing with COVID, like a Chuck Knoll, or a, you know, a guy like even a guy like Bum Phillips or someone like that. I mean, that would be that would blow their minds. Um, and because of my comments last week, a lot of people think that I hate Chuck Knoll, and and I absolutely you know adore his place in Steeler history. But I just did want to bring that up too. But I, yeah, I don't know what they're doing with the. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. And sometimes it's better to be close to the vest, especially with, with Ben, because we know darn well that if this team is preparing for Mason Rudolph and Mike Tomlin gave us a little something the other day on Tuesday, which I thought could possibly be games gamesmanship as well. We are going to go ahead and prepare for it, for it as it's Mason to and play to his strengths. And if he, uh, if for some reason Ben's able to play, well, I mean, it sounds like they feel that that Ben could come in and adapt to whatever game plan, and that very well could be. But yeah, I think they're trying to knock these guys off their game a little bit because now you've got to you've got to throw it in their minds that you've got to prepare for two guys. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting, and in any time. You can use the rules in your favor, you know? I mean, this is what Belichick used to do when everyone on his team was questionable every week. It's like he had 53 players that were questionable. <laughs> he just never knew <laughs> he never knew who was playing and who wasn't. And it was and again, they had to change the rules around it. I when I was a coach, I used to read the rule book cover to cover every single year. Why? If you know the rules and you can you can use them to your advantage. And so if these guys are looking at the rules and the protocols and they're like, oh, well, shoot, I can do this, that, and the other, not going to get in trouble. Organization's not going to get in trouble. Can give us a leg up. They're going to do it. Why? They're competitors. I don't blame them. Don't blame them at all. All right, enough of the COVID talk. Let's get to the crux of this podcast, and that is the Steelers' West Coast woes. Uh, the Steelers have not been – well, the West Coast has not been fond, kind to them. I think – Dave, you said the West Coast has not been the best coast, was your line in your Stat Geek podcast. I have to give credit where credit is due. Bad came up with that one. Okay, very good. (laughs) Whoever said it, it was good. We collaborate. Yeah. Yeah. The West Coast has not been the best coast. Well, and and just to kind of let for in case people didn't catch that geek, you might want to give, you know, make sure you check some things. I I I gave I broke down some numbers with how often ties occur in the NFL. So if you might want some of that, oh man, some of these matchups that the Steelers have, how it's going to be with with the Chargers is interesting. But when I talked about and I did just the Pacific time zone, so this wasn't Denver, this wasn't Arizona, that since 2000, the Steelers are four and ten. But all four of those wins are against the Chargers. They're four and one against the Chargers on the road. So for some reason, they can't do anything in the West unless it's against the Chargers. That's good. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. that's good. Brian, you went a little bit further um, and didn't just do Pacific time zone. Uh, Do you ready for your stats there? Yeah, I am actually in the process of uh, pulling them up. I will say this. I had an opportunity to see Ben Roethlisberger win 
with a last second field goal in that magical 2005 season. And that is a game where he actually got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah. Then he got rolled up on. It, it was towards the end of the game. And uh, it, it was, I have so many stories from that game and that's for another time. Well, Brian, but, hold on, hold on, hold on. Was that the game where, was that the interception of Drew Brees that uh, James Harrison jumped over LT? Yep. Okay. Yep. I, I have a sure signed picture of that. Okay. I, yeah. I actually have a signed picture of that. That was just, man, that was such a fun game to go to. And like I said, sometimes we'll tell you more from that game because there was some amazing happenings. But yeah, it seems like those are the, I mean, if they do have any luck, it's against the Chargers, but we've seen different quarterbacks. I mean, we've seen Duck. We've seen Vic um, win out there. So that's one thing to definitely look at as well. But we're going to go back all the way to uh, 2007 because it's Mike Tomlin's first year, and I thought that was probably the uh, best way to go ahead and do this thing. And if we go back to 2007, his first time out west, Arizona Cardinals. They lost 21 to 14. There was nothing there's nothing really spectacular that stands out around the circumstances of that game. It was a loss and I believe they started out 3-0 and that was week 4. Then the next week, excuse me, not the next week but also in that same 2007 season they lost at Denver 31 to 28 and this is really interesting. Jason Elam hit a field goal as time expired. Ben was sacked four times, including a strip sack for TD. Replay overturned an interception in completion, allowing Elam to hit that game winner. And the Steelers were actually down by 14 points to tie it. And they came back late in that game, but because of that, that incompletion that wasn't, I mean, it was overturned that point. They, they lost that game in 2011. They, uh, excuse me, in 2009, they won at Denver, and that was the game. That was around the time when Ryan Clark wasn't playing for a couple of years in a row because of the sickle cell anemia and the, uh, and the elevation there. And I, I thought Mike Tomlin really did some, you know, great personnel moves there. And then Tyrone Carter had an amazing game in that game for them to win. Uh, they won 28 to 10. So that's a win. In 2011, the Steelers just blew out the Cardinals 32 to 10. I, there was a couple bombs to Mike Wallace in that game. But then it got bad at the end of 2011. Do you remember the blackout game on Monday Night Football yep. against the San Francisco 49ers? Was that, was that 20 to 3 was the final there? Uh, actually, um, it was 20 to 3, yes. Ben was coming off an and, ankle injury. He was really bad. Yeah, and, and didn't yeah. they start it off with the field goal? Like I can't remember. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's all running together now. But yeah, I remember that weird game. I remember hoping the blackout just continued, and they said, "Let's go home." Because I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. they really because that was a good team that year. That was a twelve and four team. Yeah. But their troubles out west killed them, especially in the playoffs. They lost twenty nine to twenty three. Denver, and I've got one surname for you, and it's Tebow. Yeah. Or they were Tebowed. That was the game that we want to forget. I know Ike wants to forget that game. And that was the first ever NFL game that was the that where it was a chance yeah. for there to be possession by both teams if if the first one only kicks a field goal. 
Yeah. Because that was just that when they implemented when they implemented that, it was just for the playoffs. They didn't do it for the regular season. And that was the first playoff game to go overtime. And yeah, it didn't matter. If you watch the actual game replay of that, you actually see right before kick, right before that play, they are showing the 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 new rules on the screen. Like yeah. and Jim Nance is recapping. This is what it's like now, and 88 yards or whatever it yeah, was. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Let's get this super chat up here on yeah, the buddy. Uh, screen. Steel Dog 88 gives us five dollars. Says I agree with Dave and his stat geek podcast. Steelers need to pound the rock and not overthink it, no matter who is at quarterback for the Steelers. Good. That's a good way to end part one. I want to end it here. I want to pick up with talking about this uh in part two. So if you're watching live on Facebook or YouTube, don't go anywhere. We're not going anywhere. And if you're listening on the podcast side, head over to part two. We're going to do over-under, talk about this topic and more, give our predictions and trivia. Stay tuned. Be right back. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.